Oh, wait. I guess... I forgot they took away the ability to play the intro and stuff. Hello and welcome to episode 462 of Atlantis Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Jer- uh, Justin. What? Hey, I got completely <laughs> thrown off by that. Congratulations. It's me. No song. Uh, I meant to ask Alex if he wanted to be on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what's up? going on not much man uh my uh so jennifer's one of jennifer's younger sisters much younger 25 moved in uh over the weekend because she was trying to move out here she's got a friend out here and uh you know (laughs) needless to say uh the 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 landlords want to see a uh string of uh income like to know that you have a fucking job to pay so uh she uh we, we 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 put her up assuming it would be for a while and then um before she has even like started her job she kept looking for apartments and <laughs> someone was like yeah you can rent here <laughs> so she's moving out like next week when we thought she'd be here for a while um but uh yeah let's see that's that's, that's, that's kind of what's going on in our life uh we're we were kind of on a uh a, a, a trip of sort of redecorating the living room space and turning the upstairs guest space into a guest slash like secondary lounge space slash secondary workspace um, both of us work from home currently jennifer is still working from home since the beginning of the pandemic and uh, it gets more so for her. It gets it gets old being in her room all the time. <laughs> so we'd kind of put that on hold. Emma moving in, and now she's going to take my old couch, which we were having trouble getting rid of. So that's going to kind of free up the blockage, <laughs> the mental blockage of us moving forward with that. But uh, anyway, <laughs> that's about what we got going on. You and I went to Gen Con. With Alex, the yeah. aforementioned Alex, Alex and uh, his uh, friends Amanda and Adam, the three A's, and uh, that was wild. That is that is definitely the most people I've been around in an enclosed space since the pandemic started. But uh. Uh, it was mass required, vaccination required, triple or like boosted. In fact, am I right in that? I don't. Uh, Trying to remember if they required. I just think the you third just had to shot. be vaccinated. Maybe at least one shot. That is that is. I feel like that is the standard. Although, in my opinion, that is a long gone, not good enough <laughs> minimum, just one shot. Like, you, I mean, went got, got, you went and got your shot in May of 2021. Um, you, you don't have a lot. I mean, yeah. you, you you may not get a sick, but you are spreading that shit just as much as anyone else. It's better than not, not vaccinated. vaccinated I think know. so. I guess I, guess I, I will say I, I, I ain't no epidemiologist i don't think they have i don't know if they've done a study of like how likely you are to get or spread the virus if you got a you know one shot in may of 2021 versus never having been vaccinated 
I I agree. There's probably some protection there, but anyway, went to Gen Con. That was wild. Um, again, just it, it is getting old wearing masks. Like I've never. <laughs> It's it's hard to say that because then like you don't you don't want to sound like one of these like nah, take the mask off people uh, because I do still wear a mask in like the grocery store you know if if I'm taking public transportation which I don't know when the last time I've done that I was on the plane I wore a mask even though masks are not required you know but uh yeah <laughs> I joke that I should have uh, completely shaved before <laughs> before going because kept uh sweating in my beard area but mostly when we were outside but it was good seeing alex um meeting some new friends we we played some games um spent a lot of time with you when my buddy matt <laughs> who I hadn't seen since i guess thanksgiving yeah um, thanksgiving and that yeah. was good Played some magic, opens opened some card packs, bought a couple a couple games. wasn't planning on buying any games, so I guess that's <laughs> wasn't planning on buying any games. Bought some games, wasn't planning on buying any art. Definitely bought some some art, but that's the Gen Con Justin way. What um, about the? Did you give those pins? I did. Yep. <clears throat> Were they liked? Yeah, I think so. That's good. Um, was, I'm, sure uh, a, I'm sure I'll get a tweet now about it. Oh yeah, which will acknowledge she's listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty good time. Got to have some yats. Still, yats is still just mm, ah. Particularly because like Jennifer and I talk about just being sick of the the takeout options around around these parts. Yeah. And oftentimes we're just sitting there go like, I'm hungry, but I don't want anything. <laughs> I can't even think of anything that I would want to eat right now. But like, I feel like I could always fucking eat yats. It would, t- <laughs> it would take heavy, much heavier exposure for me to get sick of the f- yats. I mean, you're not going to like what I have to say, but oh, no, boy. I mean, uh, oh, no. I mean, I, I'm, I'm no, what I should say is. I enjoy it, but when I was leaving Monday, I was just all like, I could go get Yats, but mm. I'm just, hmm. I want to, I want to try other things. You know, I just, I had the two times of Yats and I mm-hmm. just want to branch out. You know, I want to, I want to venture beyond, like, <coughs> we should talk about the Ethiopian experience. Oh yeah. 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 <clears throat> Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I do. I do hear you. Uh, my issue is that, like, I would take Yats over a roll of a die, which is what I did. Like, so, so we went, uh, we went when we, when we arrived in Indianapolis, we went to Yats. And then Sunday after we did the traditional post Gen Con Yats. And, uh, I was like, okay, we're going to be hungry later. You were like, I was like, should we get some for later? And you were like, oh, We'll, we'll see what's see what's around. I, I'm not going to. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And I thought about it, and I was like, well, it's going to end up being some like mediocre burger joint or mediocre tacos, or you know, it might. I mean, obviously, I guess I'm being a little cynical, but for the most part, I was like, it's just going to be 
especially where our uh, hotel was. I was like, fuck that. I'm getting some fucking yachts to go. <laughs> and I did. And it was great. Uh, well, uh, that's, so that's how I see it. I'm just, I, I guess yeah. I'm just cynical about roll yeah. of the die restaurants. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, yachts is a pinnacle, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> It's it's what it's what every restaurant we want to go to should aspire to. I mean, it really is kind of the perfect restaurant, in my opinion. I love the hospitality; it's quaint. There's there's not a lot of option. Like you go to Yats, you're you're eating Cajun, and it's quick over rice, so quick. But that's that's just the thing, right, Matt? Because it's like just kind of like cooking all day. You order it, and like if there's no one there, they'll fucking throw it on rice and hand it to you before you even get your drink. Yeah. And Joe's so nice. Everybody. Uh, we got there just, you can tell <laughs> like, they like their jobs. <laughs> we got there Wednesday. They accidentally made an extra extra thing of it. And they're just like, here, Joe's just like, here, just take it. I mean. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. how much money they make on that place for him <laughs> to just like. That has happened at least three times I can think of where they were like, oh, oh, you, oh, you didn't order the pie. Whatever. Take it. <laughs> It's like we're not even chuffed enough to take this back and put it back in the fridge. Just it's yeah. fine. you can have it. <laughs> well, yeah. Literally, the only the only issue I have is, and I don't I don't think they used to be like this, but everything you order is put in styrofoam. Yeah, and they hand you a styrofoam cup. I mean, even if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm eating here, they slap it in a styrofoam. <laughs> Like, they used to have plates, I think, right? They definitely, definitely used. To, we have. I have eaten off a plate at Yats, a rat, like an oval shaped plate. Yeah. Um. They probably just didn't want to deal with dishes anymore. Like they probably I thought sus- it was cost. I suspect it was a COVID thing that they were. I I, I suspect they're getting a lot of uh, business to that's to go. Uh, that that has probably ticked up. It's it's great to go food, in my opinion. Even if it gets a little cool, it, like think it, I think it like you, you zap it a little in the microwave is just about as good. I as, think that was my thing it's too. Not fried like, food is it's what I'm so saying. Hot when you get it, yeah, like, for sure. For me, I'm like, all right, I just need it to be a little bit colder so I can get to eating it. Like I gotta wait <laughs> like ten minutes, you know. Like leave it setting up on the windowsill there, my man, for like a bit. You don't gotta bring it out <laughs> to me immediately. Um, but yeah, like my, I, if I had a dream job scenario i.e matt if i had the kind of motivation that successful people had <laughs> my dream scenario would be able to open would be to open up a yats like out here somewhere probably seattle with a and then i would combine that with my dream of opening up a an indie hipster karaoke bar <laughs> Where I hire like the where I hire so so karaoke uh, companies hire musicians to like copy uh, to cover the music. It, if you listen, it's never like it never it never sounds quite right, particularly if you know a song really well. Uh, so I would hire those same musicians to do <clears throat> covers of like a bunch of obscure <laughs> indie music that I like. <laughs> And then encourage, like, you know, take uh, take requests and whatnot. Anyway, yeah. I think a Yats would make a... A Yats opened anywhere else. Period. Period. Maybe except for New Orleans. <laughs> Maybe. Would make a killing. I, I guarantee it. That that company should be national, international at this point. Anyway. 
I think I've talked. I think we talked more about yats than we talked about Gen Con at this point. <laughs> well, that's the highlight. That's the, that was the highlight. Of Gen Con. <laughs> well, I, I can't. I don't know if I'm just changing as a person. If I'm getting older, or if I'm <clears throat> too much of a curmudgeon, or the embers of the passion of my soul have finally gone out. But I just there's not a lot of types of board games. Like I don't like social social deduction games. I, I have found I don't like cooperative games in general. Uh, uh, so we played a couple of each, I think. <laughs> at least at least one. I will say the social deduction game we played, that game was called Fangs? Matt? Yes? Question mark? Does that sound right? Bro. That was okay. Sunday? Yeah, it was the last day. It should be the most familiar. <laughs> That's where we were going to different zones based on the diary rolled? Yeah. Yes. Fangs, colon, werewolves, werewolves versus vampires versus humans. Uh, extremely well revealed on a review on Amazon. So this was this is a social deduction game, but I would say the social deduction is very light in this game. Thus, I kind of yeah, like it I mean, more. It's it's it was it was it's a it's a fast playing game. I think it's a game that you're expected to play a few rounds of. But uh, it's the type of game where you are like if there are you're randomly given a character card which determines your faction and determines like your health and a couple. A couple abilities. Special abilities, yeah. Special abilities. Um, Link conditions. Your goal and your special Oh, yes, abilities. yes. The factions are werewolves, vampires, and humans. The where Every werewolf's win condition is to destroy all vampires and vice versa. The humans have, like, fucking, in my opinion, elaborate, strange <laughs> win conditions. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, and, and they're divided up depending on the number of players. So, for example, we had six people, and, and with that setup, they make sure that there are two of each. Um, and you know what you are, but no one else knows what you are. And then there's like a, 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 a board, a play field per se, which is just like these, uh, uh, I think, eight cards, maybe six or eight cards, I think six cards six. laid out. And they're all different zones, and then you roll a die. You actually roll two die. It's, go, it's kind of an interesting mechanic I've never seen before. It's a six-sided die and a four-sided die. And you roll those two die, and that tells you where you uh, where which zone you go to. And then you like depending on the zone, you can attack a, a random other person, or and there's cards that help you try to figure out what everybody is. And it, and it, and it goes fairly fast because you're you're you have an ability that you can use but only once you have revealed yourself so if you want to use your special ability it's usually like a coming out of hiding kind of thing um and uh otherwise you're trying to meet your win condition and uh it's a bit more of a party game like you you don't i feel like it's a hard game to like if you're a human for example to meet your goals you kind of luck into a lot of things uh, because it's also, I kind of, one of the reasons I don't like these games is I just straight up suck at them. Like, for example, I would, without knowing for sure 
what what faction someone is i would try to deduce based on what's going on in the in the with how people are reacting and whatnot and and i'm almost always wrong like like way off (laughs) usually there's not enough information provided i i agree i would agree with that i would agree with that in the dark it's just (laughs) Like if someone, I, not... if someone, like if you get an idea that someone knows what someone else is, and then that someone attacks that person, your inclination is like, okay, one of them, you know, this person, one is a vampire and the other is a werewolf. But, like for example, at the beginning of one of the games, it came to my turn, and I had the ability to, like, oh, we we found out within like the first three rolls that someone was a vampire. And then I had the ability to attack that person, and I chose not to. And I think it made all the werewolves think I was a vampire. <laughs> when in reality, or sorry, I think it made people think that I was a werewolf. Or yeah, no, a vampire. Yes, exactly. Uh, I.e. on the same side as that person. When in reality, I didn't want to just make it obvious up front that I was a werewolf. <laughs> so that's one of those ways that you can send a a mixed signal again, just not a huge fan of social deduction games. I'm, I'm much, but again, I like this one better as compared to the ones that have like a specific discussion round. Like I think the, that Avalon game has a round where it's like, okay, you're trying to figure out if you should go on this mission. Right. And it's like, it's implying like it's time to discuss, you know? And I just, I'm, I don't like the like, I have to pretend that, I'm a real person and not trying to trick you. I don't know. It's just not my bag. <laughs> I'm too earnest, Matt. Um, we played a game that was meant to mimic a movie studio. It was a cooperative game. It was fine. The The issue I've realized about cooperative games, particularly in this case, I was not pleased because we signed up for a four-player game. They were running two. They were supposed to run two four-player sessions, but two other guys showed up. Uh, and not whoever was supposed to play with them. So the, the guy was like, oh, you can do a six-player game. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And I, in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, no, I don't really want to play with these two strangers. I want to play with my three friends. I want to play the way the game is supposed to be played. The game was a two to, I think a two to five player game. It just like happened to have like, I think it had like some rules at the end that was like, you could play six, but. I think for a cooperative game in particular, you can't have too many players because my issues with cooperative games is inevitably because it's sort of like a group decision. Like it, it just, it's like, why are there even turns? We all decide what we're going to do collectively. So it's easy for people like me to get kind of zoned out because like, I know that the decisions are going to be made correctly. Like, I would rather just focus on my own turn and have only myself to rely on. I guess, I guess I'm a bit more of a, a passive personality in a group setting. So I don't know. Um, not didn't really enjoy that, uh, that game. What do you think, Matt? What did you like? Uh, I think it, what did you dislike? Uh, well, you know, I already had my opinion about, how dumb it was like that game like oh that game was, in particular i meant gen con but yeah oh, uh you know i'm done with gen con yeah i mean I, i'm Is gonna that feeling propose, solidified i'll probably after after we get done recording here i'll probably 
send it in, in chat. I've been I've been mean to send it this past week. Um, just you know, I think based on the conversations we had, mm-hmm. uh, it's just kind of like Gen Con was a there was a reason to go initially, but that that reason to me has passed. You're um, referring to hex, <clears throat> hex, and just like you know, maybe like actual events there that maybe I cared about, mm. but now I've, now I've realized like to me, spending time with people is more important than yeah. doing, you know, doing whatever. Um, yeah. cause you know, I, I, to me, there's not more, there's not much more benefit of me watching a thing on YouTube versus me being at the thing. Does that mm. make sense? Like, you I mean understand. Like, like, uh, uh, like if, like, like this. yeah. Well, like or... if, like, there's a seminar about something. Like, if they do, mm. like, if they have that same seminar on a YouTube video, like me being there, me spending, you know, two hours, an hour, or whatever, you know, away from my friends, yeah, is not that important to me when I can. I will say. A month later, watch it on YouTube or something. Well, I mean, I'm wondering if that stuff gets uploaded to YouTube. I actually don't know. I guess because I don't. No, no, no. But I'm just, I'm just giving an example mm. of just something. I'm not saying any of them are. I'm just saying, me driving up and spending time with you know everybody is more important. I'd much rather, you know. I was going to propose doing something probably on the West Coast. Really? Preferably in a blue state. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean doing something? Like going to a convention? No, no, no. Like you'd rather go to? Airbnb. Oh, oh. Hit up an Airbnb, spend five or six days at an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And just, I mean, that's what we originally proposed, you know, back in like 2019, 2018 or whatever. We were yeah, like, there was a little while ago where we were talking about doing something like that. You know, just meeting in a central place that everybody could get to. I think, and... I mean, yeah, I, I would, I would, I, A, yeah, we, I would love to do that. Yeah, we, we've talked about that. I would, and I'm at the point now where I would rather do that than go to Gen Con. I just, I'm not getting enough. Yeah. I say a blue state because I made the remark because, you know, I saw your comment about the Gen Con stuff in Mm -hmm. Indiana or whatever. Yeah. What Matt's talking about is Gen Con is looking at leaving Indiana because Indiana has enacted it. I mean, not just this. I think this is more of a giant camel on the camel's back, but. Oh, well, yeah. Indiana is a very red state. They actually, uh, I looked this up, they they uh, voted more for Trump percentage-wise than they did in fucking 2016. Um, and they right. have enacted uh, a uh, an abortion ban. So, you know, the, the design, the, the organizers of Gen Con uh, are, are very progressive and uh, they are discussing leaving the state, which would put a big hole financial, financially in their tourism industry well my thing was basically you know i I want you know i want erica to feel welcomed wherever Mm -hmm. she goes Mm -hmm. i want you know anybody else that we invite 
to feel okay wherever they're at. And you usually don't feel that way in a, in what I say, a red state. Like mm-hmm. it's not as welcoming to, uh, minorities or, you know, certain demographics or whatever it may be. Yeah. So that's why I made the, like, like you'd rather you, spend your money in a <laughs> Maryland. A or Conne- right I was now. looking at Maryland or Connecticut or somewhere yeah. like, Somewhere that I feel like would also be pretty and, like, quaint. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, in my head, I think it would be awesome if we got a quote-unquote cabin. It wouldn't have to be a cabin, but, like, a place in the woods, in the mountains, maybe. Not, like, way off civilization. Although, I'd be into that (laughs) if other people were into that. Like, kind of, you know, there there are certainly places you can get that feel somewhat secluded and still be uh, close enough to make a run into town. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. My thing is just, I want, I want to spend time with people, you know, yeah. get, making memories and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, 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 we talked about, you know, I've, I've brought up about what our idea of being roommates was when we were in our twenties. Well, my idea of just hanging out with friends now is more of, yeah, hanging out with friends, like just being in a secluded area Mm-hmm. Uh, playing board games, having, you know, a fire going or something in the cabin yeah. or, and just like, and then when we're not doing that, just chatting and having conversations and, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. That's, that's to me, the point of something like Gen Con is just to meet up and stuff and do things together. Um, and I don't know. I just, I want to, I want to, I want to isolate away from the hustle and bustle almost. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah, GenCon is. I mean, it's a, it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's a lot of work, but it is. You put, you put your you put effort into that. Um, yeah, and it'd be much nicer just to to be in a place and with friends and play some board games that we already know or. <laughs> Yeah, and way I mean, more than would... once. Like that's the that's one of my issues with Gen Con. I realized it's like okay, let's go to a place and learn a board game. Well, like learning a board game is the least fun time you're going to play that game. And I, I find because I'm I'm loose on the rules and I'm figuring things out. It just well, yeah. it's it 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 kind of takes a lot out of you. Like spending your day at Gen Con, like walking to Gen Con, and uh sitting down and learning a board game and trying to, you know, trying to keep up with that. Um, yeah. It's just, a, a, I think just a natural progression to like, you go to these conventions and then eventually you just kind of like Peter out. I don't know. That's, it seems to be like, that's my progression on these kind of things is like <clears throat> you get acclimated to it. And it's no longer striking your fancy at that point. Like you want more substance out of it. And I just don't, I don't know. It's not, I don't know. Like there's stuff there that, that just doesn't interest me. Like, like I said, it's always, to me, it's always about spending time with people. Not so much about what's going on there. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I know, uh, Scott and Julie couldn't make it this year. Erica couldn't make it, uh, you know, with COVID and everything still going around and everything. Um, 
know, yeah, I don't blame anybody for it. That's the other thing is like, oh, I mean, no. it's it's like, I expect, I, I'm not going to say I expected, but I, I definitely mm-hmm. worried I was going to come back with COVID. And I was, um, I just decided to um, ma- test last week. Mm-hmm. Um, just monitor my symptoms. A lot of people went to Jingon and got COVID. So, you know, until we get vaccines that are more ironclad, I guess, um, or, you know, they start to, you know, I don't know what the future holds. I personally am not inclined to go to a convention. (laughs) Like, it's just not quite worth it. Yeah. Um, I rewatched out tomorrow. That's right. That's right. That is that is one I I definitely want to watch. Like I'm excited about that one. I love Tatiana Maslany. Um, I like that they're doing something with the Hulk side of Marvel. <laughs> I like that it's got a uh, Mark Ruffio, Ruffalo Ruffalo mm-hmm. Ruffalo in it. Um, but yeah, uh, the other thing that I decided to rewatch is Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, that show. How was no, it? No, the show, the cartoon show. I say the cartoon show, knowing that there's a Netflix show that they're working on. Uh, I, I just got to Like, this show is so fucking good. Like, yeah, it, it's a show that aired on Nickelodeon. Sure. It's ostensibly for kids. You know what else is for kids? All of the Shonen Jump stuff. It's all meant to be for kids. <laughs> uh, I, you, if you like anime at all, you should watch Avatar The Last Airbender. It's just a fantastic show. Like, genuinely, genuinely good. Is Last Airbender, is it, is it Japanese based? No. It's a, it's a holy, it's not based on a book or anything. It was made up for the TV show by the creators. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, is it who, what, what nationality is it? But is it an anime or is it just American made? It's a, it, well, so interestingly enough, like, it is a quote unquote American show. It's written by Americans. It's the, 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 the company that made it is the production company is American. But because I was curious myself, I was looking it up. The, um, the animation is from Korean studios, but that's not uncommon. Like, even the Simpsons, the Simpsons, I think a lot of their animation comes from Asian places. But no, it's definitely an American cartoon. I guess I should say, like, is uh, what is the difference between a cartoon and an anime? You know, what is... I mean, it really seems to only be where it's made. Yeah. Like, like Korean animation is not anime. But then, you know, sometimes, you know, American companies have made, quote unquote, anime, you know, i.e. they produced a, car- a, a an animation that looks like Japanese anime. But it's it's kind of a it's kind of a semantic thing. You know, it's it's, it's animation. It's animation. Yeah, but the quality, mm. <laughs> the substance that I'm getting from this. <laughs> I can taste it in my anime. Get this get I would this put, American cartoon shit out of my face. I would I would put I the animation, anime. the world building, 
the characters, the writing, the story twists up against any Japanese anime. It is... I only say this because I, I, for anybody that hasn't watched it, I can only imagine your hang-up is it's that that's a that's a show that was aired on Nickelodeon for kids. <laughs> like, no, that's not my hang-up. No, my hang-up is all about like they. I don't know. Just it was a prodigy thing, and like, but didn't he have trouble with stuff? I can't remember. Like. I don't know. It was almost like the chosen watched, one scenario, but you find the premise to be. I don't know. It just it just seemed like I was just like, oh, this is gonna draw out. This is gonna be like forever, like for him to like figure out stuff. He's like really good at. He's the last Airbender, but it's gonna take him like the whole series of three hundred billion episodes. I mean, yeah, it is a show that like tells you more or less up front what the premise is. This character is the Avatar, i.e. in this in this world, for those that don't know, there are um, four nations. And each of the nations have among them people that can bend one of the four elements, like the basic elements, fire, wind, water, and earth. Heart. Oh. No heart. Um, and it's like... Like earthbenders, like can are basic. Think of Magneto, but for the element that they can use. So, except that that's kind of how it is for earthbenders. Obviously, the airbenders just you know they have there's air around you all the time, but the waterbenders like have to have water. Um, the fire, so the the waterbenders have to have water nearby, but firebenders just make fire. <laughs> they just they like punch and fire comes out, but uh. His character, the Avatar, he is the last airbender because the airbenders were wiped out by the Fire Nation, who the world has been at war with for a hundred years. The airbender, uh, Aang, um, was lost in a storm, and he ended up frozen in an uh, iceberg that two southern water tribe kids find and break him out. And all he knows is airbending, and he, but except he knows that he needs, like the Avatar is supposed to learn all of the forms of bending because they're the only person in the world that can do any all the forms of bending, and that they and they're like, I need to learn all the forms of bending and become the true Avatar and defeat the Fire Lord. So you're not wrong that they they put that up front, and you know, but like I don't think that that detracts from the journey, the story. If anything, it kind of adds to it because you've got that in front of you it's an interesting thing to reference and throw obstacles in front of but anyway rewatch that i will be watching the legend of korra starting that up next uh we are six episodes into the final season of better call saul gotta say the first six episodes of this have been a little stretched out uh wouldn't be surprised if AMC was like, hey, take your time, stretch it out. Because <laughs> um, it's, uh, especially the last three episodes we've seen, I just feel it could move a little faster. Let's, you, you have table set enough show. But uh, still otherwise, love that show, love the characters in that show. Let's see, I don't think, oh, we went, you and I, because we had some spare time in Indianapolis, we went and saw Nope. Nope. <laughs> hmm? 
No, we did. Yeah, we did. No. Did we? That was an interesting movie. I, I, I can say I've not seen a movie quite like that movie. Um, I think it's a really good yeah. theater movie. I think if you are inclined to see it at all, catch it before it leaves theaters. Well, like, um, like it's, it's a good big screen I, movie. I, I wanna, like so. Somebody was like, I think, I think it was with uh, David this weekend when he was trying to when he was describing it to somebody, and he basically just like described the whole plot <laughs> to them. <laughs> Because, like, I didn't... Well, I mean, I guess... He's one of those people. I didn't know what the plot was of Nope. Me either. Like, I mean, I mean, I knew it was sci-fi related, I guess I should say. I mean, I knew Mm. some... I knew loosely that it had something to do with something. But, like, Dave was just sort of like, yeah, it's about these people that blah, 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 uh, all this stuff. Just laying out the first (laughs) three-fourths of the movie. Well, like... So, I spoilers. I'm going to tell you uh, what he described, and right. uh, so just for the next mm, thirty seconds, don't listen. So he like says that it's about uh, a black family that wants to exploit an alien, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I was all like, boy, I didn't even like. I didn't even catch. I mean, like I didn't, the previews never even talked about that part of that. Yeah. That I saw. That's that's certainly a, that's certainly a take. Yeah. That's a take. That's a hot take. Even that's, that's an interesting angle. (laughs) Yeah. So question, questionably interesting. Um, Well, it's definitely like, it's certainly an aspect. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Like (laughs) it develops like midway, you know, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's a very interesting movie than that. You know, uh, what is it? Probably like two thirds of the way through there that you like, you grasp like what, like, kind of the backs like what the overall theme of the movie is i guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so it was very interesting i mean it's it's just yeah it's got a lot of layers there's definitely they're playing with uh some some simile uh and i i liked it better than jordan peele's last movie get out us excuse me us sorry (laughs) us i mean us i liked get out a lot um, so I like that he's, he's kind of branching out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, none of the movies are particularly similar, except they all ha- seem to have a, uh, a, 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 not a supernatural theme to them. Seemingly, um, big ideas, but, uh, this feels more sci-fi. This feels kind of Spielbergian, mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. To some extent. Would recommend. Oh yeah, I'd definitely recommend checking it out. And, you know, it leaves me ready and hungry to see what he does next. Always going to yeah. be interested, you know, st- until he starts making something. I just, I mean, I, I didn't love us. And if this had been worse than us, as far as me liking it, then, you know, I'd start to start to wonder, but, um, 
you know, it's it's it was interesting. We because we got there early enough to have to sit through trailers and 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 nope being an ostensibly quote unquote scary movie we got lots of trailers for the scary movies it's like scary movie season i would say august through halloween is like scary movie season and i i i just i don't i don't appreciate uh popular horror <laughs> movies the just the, the movies were that's clear that they don't have a particularly good idea that, you know, the Annabelle's of the world, we're just going to make a movie where there's a bunch of jump scares, but that seems to be what the, you know, the average horror fan wants the, the person, you know, they just want to go, they want to get scared out of their popcorn and out of their seats. Uh, while they, while they put their hands over their eyes. Um, and I, I need something a little more than that. So, Jordan Peele, for me, provides quite a bit more than that. So I'm always going to be interested in what he's got. But would you put would you put his movies under suspense or horror? I mean, I feel like his is more suspense. I would agree with that. They're kind of they're kind of genre breaking, like because they're also comedies. They're all like <laughs> definitively funny. <laughs> you know, I, I would you could you could call them black comedies <laughs> I uh, sort of humorously enough right. um yeah I I I don't know what you would I don't know what you would best describe those movies as horror does not feel right but there are scary aspects to the movies I don't know it's a good question Matt I don't think there's a proper genre for a Jordan Peele movie. So what is the next, what is the next thing coming out? Like big movie that we definitely want to watch. Uh, I want to watch uh, a thousand years of, what is it? A thousand years of wishes thing. I think thousand years of longing. Oh, 3000 years of longing. That is a George Miller movie. With mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba, it looks fucking weird. Uh, I'm very into it. Yeah, for me, that is the next movie. I st- I still want to see Bullet Train. Oh yeah, Bullet Train. Yeah. Uh, I watched that. <laughs> I think we saw a trailer for it. Uh, that, um. Owen Wilson superhero movie. Uh, it's got Owen Wilson and this up and coming kid actor uh, playing his son, and Owen Wilson. The movie that looks like Spy Kids. Yeah, like it gives it has a Spy Kids look and oh, feel to it because yeah. like the kids oh, are the heroes. Very Spy Kids. Have you seen it? What is it on? I Netflix? watched it. It's on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. It's wild. It really is wild, Matt, that we've gotten to a point where unless I specifically pay attention, a movie could be on streaming or it could be in the theaters. Yeah. Like that looks like a big screen. Let's put it in the fucking theaters movie. But no, that's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. You have all these actors now that, you know, have branched out and like are Mm -hmm. being hired by these streaming services like like that. uh, The Jamie Foxx vampire movie is coming out. It's going to be on Netflix. Uh, Netflix is doing a lot of, you know, has been always, 
I mean, for the past, what, five, six years I've been doing? Yeah. Well, and Amazon and HBO Max and Hulu are all, you know, Apple TV. Yeah, I didn't a lot even of fingers know, in the pie right now. I didn't even know until that it was, you know, I think maybe you retweeted or you con- uh, Twitter. Uh, the, the official Twitter app likes to show me what people have been commenting on. I think you oh. commented on the, a league of their own. Uh, oh yeah. I think somebody had posted and I was like, I didn't even know this was a show. I didn't either until that person <laughs> tweeted about it. And I was like, uh, what did they make a show? I've watched the first two episodes. It just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the first two episodes and I think the problem with doing something like that is the fact that you're trying to follow up a well-renowned property mm-hmm. with something serialized and a different cast and everything. You know, I think that's, you're always going to have that negative stigmatism with it because it's going to be hard not trying, to compare it to the, yeah. Original, right? And it's going to be like, you're wanting to, and I, and I hate that for it. Um, because I'm sure it's good in its own right, but you constantly have this, like you, because it was based on real life events, right? Mm -hmm. So you question which one of these is now true to the film, (laughs) to the, to the, true to the, uh, Mm -hmm. the original works, uh, the original story, like which, which of these two were. Was the movie fluffed up because of Hollywood? Was almost this certainly. more of a true a story? Um, Especially since the movie was made in like 1990, you know, yeah. <laughs> long, a long time ago at this point. God. Um, but yeah, and it's just, you know, you just have these different personalities clashing and I don't know. It's just, it's, 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 it's weird to watch something become a, a show when you, when you highly regard the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've watched like the first two episodes. I think it's okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. It's not a 1.5. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, the it's the not person, a five the person was questioning why it had such a low user rating and, I was like, unfortunately, it's a show about women's sports focusing on uh, like main characters that are black and to put social issues uh, forward. And it's it's sort of like the perfect lightning rod for all the worst people on the internet. <laughs> and unfortunately, there's a lot of them out there who who've decided that like they'd rather spend their time review bombing something that is progressive than literally anything else i guess just makes them that angry this is a time in the history i don't want my books yeah get this critical race theory out of my tv show well there's only one i mean there's only one black main character is it okay yeah i again i haven't watched the show i i I was going off the promotional uh (laughs) images i was seeing yeah yeah, she's like a she's like a she's she's one of the many characters uh, stories that we cover. Mm-hmm. I so. see. Is it anthology or is it just they bounce between multiple? They just bounce plot between lines. Different okay. characters going on at the same time. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's all right. It's okay. Uh-huh. I mean, whether or not I'll keep watching it, I don't know. What else is going on with you? Anything else? Playing anything? Uh... No, I was I, I I was playing God of War before I went to Gen Con. Um, and I haven't really gotten into a new game since I've gotten yeah. back. Yeah, I got you. Not really. There's, I don't know. There are things I could play, just nothing that's like just I'm grabbing, driving to want to play. Yeah, 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 I got you. Got to have that. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, that's. I feel that way sometimes about just media consumption. Like it's like. There's, you know, it, everybody's got that where the, their watch list or read list or whatever is just full. And they it just, it doesn't, none of that excites you. You know, none of it stands that you're just not in the mood for it. You know, it's like you said with the the restaurants around your area, you know, you've, you've had a feel of everything. You kind of want something new though, but you don't know what. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully, you know, something will come along. Maybe a well, squirrel carrying a gun or something. Who knows? <laughs> you just never know, really. I, I want to play that uh, Cult, of the, Cult of the Lamb game that just came out. Uh, just, I really dug into it. Looking forward to God of War Ragnarok that comes out in November. Hopefully. Hopefully it does not get delayed again. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I watched. Uh, what have I watched? Had to watch something. I'm playing Rust still with John. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going all right. It gives you something to do. <laughs> it's very. Uh, I don't know. It's Rust is Rust is interesting. Uh, most servers are set up to like wipe periodically. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, we're playing on a server that wipes every month, but you keep, uh, quote unquote, uh, I'll say blueprints, which is you learn how to make something. You don't forget that when the server gets wiped because it does take time and resources to, to learn how to make that stuff. So it just wipes basically you know, the map and the map proceed is, is uh randomly generated. Hmm. And so it's basically just, I, I, it's one of those things where you kind of question like, what's the purpose? What <laughs> am I doing here? Because there's no permanence. Yeah. And that, and just like, I don't, they, they don't allow rating until like the week of the wipe. Hmm. So we're all just building up our resources, building up our bases, doing stuff. And then the week before the week before the wipe or whatever, or the week of the wipe is when everybody can like blow up other people's bases. And I'm like, what's the point of that? Like, just to be a dick and stuff. I mean, you don't keep any of the resources you get from their base. I mean, it's gonna get wiped away. So it's like, and I was, I told I told people last month, and I told John, I was like, John, I'm just gonna like destroy everything. Like, I'll just. You know, whatever I can scrap, I'll scrap it and just get the resources that way. And just so and I'll leave the doors open to the base and just be like, here you go. You don't you don't get anything for blowing it up. But if you want to blow it up, go for it. 
Like, I just don't understand it. Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, to me, I mean, like, I have fun when me and John go do PvE stuff. So, like, they have different areas around the map that you can, where they have, like, NPCs and stuff, and you can kill them and, you know, take stuff from there. So, I have fun doing that. But, like, people are... They people are given the free will where they can, if they see you in those areas, they can kill you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, well, that kind of sucks. Like, that's kind of doesn't make me want to go to those areas. <laughs> so I don't that's, know. That's the risk and the reward, right? Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, it's just it's so a, a, a love hate relationship with it because like I, it gives me something to do to pass the time. Uh, it takes my mind off things, but. I don't know. It, it, it is tedious. I, I definitely think it's better, though, when you're playing with a group of people than by, like, if I was just playing by myself, I wouldn't be playing. Right. But Yeah. Co-op always makes things more fun. Unless it's a board game. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, um... Fortnite got Dragon Ball Z. I, yep. saw, you tweet, I saw you retweet that. I retweeted <laughs> Venom firing, killing Darth Vader with the Kamehameha. Because <laughs> that is the nine-year-old's nonsense fever dream that is Fortnite now. It's a, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm closer it's a, than ever to thinking about playing some, Matt. Uh, Justin, it is uh, Kamehameha. Oh, okay. Uh, it is not a Kamehameha. Um I don't know. I think he does say it because it does have voice Proper acting. Voice acting. Yep. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. It's <laughs> it's weird like... I, I think I was watching a stream earlier. I think it, I think you hear Goku winding up a Kamehameha. Yeah. No matter, uh, what. no matter who the character is, it's <laughs> yeah, firing. Yeah. It. I, I guess uh, you would understand better than I would, because I've seen videos like this before. Like when, uh, they they put the Thanos the the uh, Infinity Gauntlet in the game. So, like, is the Kamehameha ability would that be a weapon? Yeah, it's a weapon that you pick up. It's a mythical weapon. I see. And you get like three shots, I think, with it. Oh, it's okay. So, it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have the flying Nimbus in there. Mm-hmm. Is that a vehicle? Uh, or yeah, well, it's a. Uh, it's an item you can use that throws you up into the air real high, and then you oh, float okay. down on them. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, but it was funny. I saw a clip today of like somebody's like, "Is Fortnite even is Fortnite real or something like that?" And it was just like, it was Goku using a grappling hook thing, which is like <laughs> Spider Maning, and swinging from tree to tree. Then he drops in on somebody and has Darth Vader's lightsaber and chops him up. <laughs> this is the ultimate showdown. <laughs> ultimate destiny. But yeah, it's it's interesting to like unfortunately I think you gotta actually buy those skins. So oh, you like, have to like act like they absolutely are gonna make you pay. Well they the cost case. they cost Fortnite currency, which mm-hmm. you can earn that through the game, but at an extremely slow an rate. Extremely slow rate. Yes. Yeah. But I showed that to a coworker and he's like, shit, I gotta buy those skins. Oh my god. Yeah, he's a he's like uh twenty five or twenty six or something, so he's oh. like all about 
Dragon Ball Z and stuff, you know. It's wild how DBZ, like they, all the DBZ that existed came out in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. And in the last five years or whatever, they're like, well, we're just going to make new DBZ. We're just going to keep it going. We're just, I guess it's that popular still. Yeah. I don't even know what the deal is with Dragon Ball Super. I yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I see things, Matt. Yeah. Like, well, like apparently there's a new Saiyan level with blue hair. Sure. Whatever. There's a new, oh, there's, uh, yeah. uh, what's the, what's the red thing he used to do before he learned Super Saiyan? Kaioken? Yeah, there's new Kaoken levels. Uh, just today I saw that Frieza was trending, and it's because in the manga, Frieza apparently has come back and has a Again. new transformation that makes him the current most powerful entity in the, in the universe. Just, like, immediately beat the shit out of the high-level Goku, Vegeta, apparently. And people, I saw, it ended up it was trending because the, the translation for it loosely is Black Frieza. So, of course, Twitter was like, I always knew Frieza was black, or, you know, whatever people <laughs> were saying about deciding to say about Frieza. Yeah. I... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, like I watch, like you can watch episode. Uh, like I think they got like five or six ep- weird. I don't even understand it. They got like five or six episodes you can watch in Fortnite. Like you just load up a like, level and it, on and a it has it on or... a screen. Yeah, I f- yeah, I forget that they you can watch movies and in Fortnite. Apparently, so I watch like it's epi- I watched episode eight. So they have like episode eight, nine, like eleven, and then like. 80 something like of super? something yeah of dragon ball super and so i was all like sure let's watch let's watch this episode eight of it so i loaded it up uh and he become goku like <laughs> it's the dumbest shit the dumbest shit justin <laughs> so <laughs> this this egyptian oh guy, it looks like it's it might be on a hulu man this egyptian guy guy Shows up, right? I've seen him before in other shit. Uh, his name's like Baribus or something. I don't know. Yeah, the, like a, a cat the, looking Egyptian cat guy. thing, the skin, yeah. the hairless cat creature. And then, uh, he shows up, he's gonna destroy the world apparently, unless he faces, unless he he's told where the Super Saiyan God is. And Goku is all like, just. Don't blow up the earth. Give us like, give me some time and I'll find out for you. And he's like, all right, I won't blow up the earth. And he uses the dragon balls to summon the dragon and ask the dragon to summon the super Saiyan God for him. And the dragon's like, no, no, no. I, I, the super Saiyan God doesn't exist. I can't do that for you, but I can tell you how to make the super Saiyan God. And he's like, all you got to do is get, <laughs> Five Saiyans with like righteous hearts or something to come together and like put their their hopes and like you know put their heart into like making the Super Saiyan God and they'll make a Super Saiyan God. <laughs> and so like in this episode though, it's revealed that Videl is pregnant with Gohan's son though, or like a future kid because she comes okay. out and she's because they're like oh well didn't you listen you actually need five five saiyans and a, a sixth person to take on like the 
the heart part of it to become the super saiyan god so mm. you need five of and they only had four people they only had four people and goku you had vegeta trunks mm-hmm. goten and gohan sure of course and they're like we only got oh no and the videl's like oh well i'm pregnant maybe maybe my quarter saiyan will count <laughs> it's like all right well let's try it and sure enough like they all like got in a circle and held held hands and like they glue they and Videl becomes like a super saiyan her hair turns blonde and they pour their energy into Goku and Goku's Goku transforms into Super Saiyan God with purple of uh, purple hair, red hair or some shit. Mm. I was like, this is just the dumbest shit. So you could have done like you could have done this the whole time, like in episode one, if you would have just had enough fucking Saiyans? I guess so. Like on planet on planet uh Saiyan, planet Oh Saiyajin or whatever. What are, yeah, whatever the planet what Vegeta. The oh, it was planet Vegeta, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, if they would all came to, if only if they would just quit being assholes to each other and fighting for like just a few minutes, they could have just made Super Saiyan gods. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> they like accidentally, even maybe even right. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, just five like... righteous dudes happen to be get together <laughs> plus one other. Yeah, Yahoo. They're just having a group hug, and all of a sudden, one of them accidentally becomes Super Saiyan God. Like, ah, oh, man, this is such a good family reunion. Yeah, let's all hug. Oh, shit, you just became purple hair guy. What the fuck? Yeah, I feel so different now. That's yeah, just funny. It was just like, come on, man. Like, you're just making up. You guys are just pulling shit out of your ass right now. Like, <laughs> like to, I will say, to me, Super Saiyan was, like, the the coolest moment, though. Like, he gets so enraged that he... Oh, yeah. Super Saiyan. Like, he... Like, that was I, the original. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. It's, it was like that... It was like uh, the feeling of Captain America grabbing the sword. I mean, the, the hammer, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck yes. Finally. Because they, they had talked it up. You know, Vegeta was like, ah, I'm going to become a legendary Super Saiyan. Yeah. And even better because... It wasn't like he reached that level and then was finally evenly matched with Frieza. He was like decidedly better. It was a decisive, oh, yeah. like realistically, the saga of Dragon Ball Z should have ended there. That should be like <laughs> that should be the end. <laughs> that would be the end of a, a good and proper story. Yeah, and I and I like a lot of the Cell and Android saga that comes after it. Yeah, it just it was kind of kind of dumb, right? To have mm-hmm. multiple layers of Super Saiyan. Like, oh, I'm Super that, Saiyan. That, it was but dumb. I'm Saiyan 2. It was dumb that Super Saiyan was, like, because when they, when they came up with Super Saiyan, it was just like, okay, this is it, man. You know, this is, he is fucking, he's yeah. the best. There's no beating that. You know, he had to do it to fight this alien from another planet and did it. And then they come back and they're like, okay, actually, some human-made androids that are as powerful, actually more <laughs> yeah. powerful than Super Saiyan, like, we're gonna, we're gonna make these androids so strong that they beat the shit out of a Super Saiyan Vegeta and break his arm and make him look stupid. Like it just it was it was dumb. <laughs> it shouldn't have gone that way. It was dumb. Yeah. The fact that anybody could build a robot that's you know I mean I guess eh. mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. well I was thinking well mm-mm. well he is he is Saiyan so he's not human. 
But any should robots should be better than humans, right? In general. I mean, yeah, like, a regular ass human, sure. Yeah, yeah. We're talking like we're talking we're, mystical mystical martial arts shit here though. I mean, we there the, the characters on Namek long surpassed the point at which other characters couldn't even keep up with their movements. And they were like throwing each other through mountains and Frieza <laughs> with very little effort and energy planted a, an energy bomb inside of Namek to blow it up. Like yeah, I'm just, yeah. you, you can't tell me that some humans, I don't know, even, I can't even imagine what they make these androids out of to make them yeah. freaking strong. They don't talk about that at all. They're just like, yep, they made these androids and they're better. <laughs> and they look exactly like humans. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever see them like, well, you do see Android 16. I think he gets right. his head ripped off or something. He, he gets his head knocked off by Cell, and then he gets stepped on. <laughs> and it's very much just like, they're just like, yep, just little Android parts inside. Like, it would make more sense if a scientist had come up with a way to harness a ridiculous amount of energy and put it inside some sort of being that could like make use of the energy in order to fight Saiyans. That would make sense. That we're having like trying to break down fucking anime (laughs) to be realistic or some shit. It just doesn't make sense that the guy with the, uh, that turned his hair gold (laughs) (laughs) and can fly around. Like got real angry. There are rules here. People. Yeah, he got super angry. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Uh, but yeah, so you got that in four. I've yet to play. I, I haven't caught anybody of the Hawkinson crew yet to play Fortnite with since mm. I've been back from Gen Con. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll, maybe tonight or something I can get on. I'd like to I'd like to just shoot somebody with a Kamiyamiha in the face. I really don't want to buy those skins. Though. I'm not going to buy those skins, Justin. Not going to talk into yeah, that. Yeah, no, don't. I'm not going to buy those. No, don't buy those fucking skins. Absolutely not. Fuck that shit. way I could unlock them without it, though. Yeah. If I ever play Fortnite, I'm just going to oh. use what I get. Yep, that's what I do. I'm running around with. Like I'll a be excited when I pick up. You know, if if I get around to putting scraping enough points together, maybe I'll buy. Some probably very stupid skin like Indiana Jones. I don't well, know. Well, you get some skins for free. Like I, I do have the Perfect. Indiana Jones skin. Okay, I have a Spider Man skin. I got a Darth Vader skin. Ridiculous. Uh, I don't have. I didn't get the black Spider Man though. I didn't get that high of a level. Mm. You could have unlocked that. And do they do they take these things away? Or are they like limited no. time? No. Well, I mean. Some they are limited are... time. They are limited time to get, but once you get them, you know you keep them. But but they are limited time. They're like seasonal things. So like right now, I think it's still the. I don't know if you can get the Indiana Jones still or not. I can't. I think that was just like a three or four week thing. Uh, but I think you can still get Darth Vader though. I think he's still. I mean, yeah, he's in the game, so I think you can still get him. It's part of that quote unquote battle pass, Justin. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, the battle pass. <laughs> Jennifer, she was she got a new skin 
for one of the vehicles. Yeah. And she plays pretty like she she probably plays at least a few matches every day. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm I'm just you know, she was going with that. I was like, let me see what you got. And I was just like, I, I can't believe you still don't have that much. And she was like, Yeah, you pretty much have to sign up for the battle pass. Yeah. And I was like, Of course, of course. Of yep. course. Yeah. They have they have figured out like but, How can we get people to pay a Netflix Netflix subscription Justin, for I one will, of our video games? I will compliment Fortnite on the fact that if you buy the if you buy the battle pass, you get enough credit saved up from the battle pass to buy the next month's battle pass. So it's like a never ending cycle. Say that of battle again. Passes. So in the battle pass, you have V Bucks, uh-huh. right? They give you enough V bucks. I think you get. I think the battle pass costs like nine hundred or something to buy it. V bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But through the battle pass, as long as you're playing and get to like level a hundred through the season, you will get like thirteen hundred V bucks. Huh. So you'll make enough V bucks plus some to get the next battle pass. As long as, and I'm assuming the V bucks is also what you spend to buy skins. Yeah. So you just have to have the restraint to not blow it right. all on something. Right. But otherwise right. you can, and I'm guessing if you do have the battle pass every month that you get some stuff for free just for having the battle pass, right? Or yeah, you're more likely to get unlock stuff maybe. Yeah. You'll unlock, you know, certain skins and certain sprays and stuff that you can do in the game and emotes and all that kind of stuff through the battle pass. Hmm. And you don't have to pay. Some of the skins you can just get for just leveling. Uh, but you get like alternate skins and stuff like that if you do the battle pass. But, yeah. I mean, I, I, I give credit where credit's due for Fortnite. It get, it can definitely hook you in. And I can see like where kids can then be like, oh, yeah, I want to get this skin. I want to get that skin. I want to get this. But for me, no siree. I don't give a shit what I look like. <laughs> yeah, if anything, the more doofier of an outfit I, of a person I can put together, that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else to talk about, Justin? Uh, I wouldn't say so, no. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for this episode 462 of Outlandish. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash outlandish podcast you can follow us on twitter at outlandish cast you can follow justin at outlandish beats you can follow me at outlandish matt thanks for this episode 462 and we will catch you in 463 bye bye there you go say thank you for listening to outlandish thank you good enough